Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I am minister responsible for this coming school year with the intent on keeping schools open till June. I want to commit to parents that we're going to ensure their kids remain at schools till June, be it from the pandemic or what feels like a never-ending labor strife uh, by teacher unions over the past 30 years. So we are going to stand up for these parents and for these kids and their rights to go to school. That is Education Minister Stephen Lecce. And that's actually from September 7th this year. Schools open, and he's saying, I'm going to do everything I can to keep schools open, no matter what, if we have another pandemic, if we have this labor strike going on, labor strife, not strike, although that all changed on the weekend when QP notified the government negotiators that they have issued official strike notice for Friday. So many things have happened on the weekend. And today is Halloween. It's an exciting time for kids, kind of a stressful time for parents as they figure out what the kids are going to be wearing. Do they go out on their own? Everything else. And then on top of it, at the back of their mind, they're thinking, what is happening on Friday? Will the schools be closed because of this strike. Then today we have the Ontario government will be tabling legislation later today and it appears it will simply be imposing a four-year contract saying enough of the negotiations. This is what we're going to give to CUPE. What, 55,000 CUPE employees? We're not talking about teachers. We've been very clear about that, but we're talking about teachers' assistants. We're talking about administration staff. We're talking about caretakers. And this has been um, a long, drawn-out affair. But oftentimes, negotiations are. And you usually hear in these situations when reporters are trying to get an update on what's being offered, well, we don't like to negotiate in public. Even when there's a tentative deal, well, we don't want to say anything until we've been able to present it to our members. So there's a lot of hush-hush around it, and for good reasons. Because once you start throwing out what is actually on the table from both sides, you know it's a bit of a tactic. It's a chance to either, depending on what you're throwing out there, get the public on your side against the other people. So when we start hearing of what the uh, union was looking for, around 11%, sounds high, but you're talking about uh, a labor force that is underpaid, a labor force a lot of times part-time. And so sometimes the public is saying 11%, I'm lucky I'm going to get maybe 1%. I'm lucky I'm even going to get a raise this year. So both sides are trying to gain support. And ultimately, the provincial government is saying, enough. We're just going to give you a contract. I have big problems with that. I I know people can come down hard on unions, but it is still part of our, our workforce that we have to respect. And when negotiators, in this case, the government just says, 
enough. We're not even going to let it go through. You know, sometimes it ends up after um, uh, negotiations. You've got mediation. You've got arbitration. All this impacting families incredibly negatively. And that's why I wanted to bring in Jess Lyons. She's the lead organizer with Ontario Parent Action Network and a mom of three kids in the public education system. Jess, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Glad to be here. First of all, uh, just your reaction when you heard of so many things have happened on the weekend, but first of all, the strike notice and then what the provincial government's going to do. Just give me your initial reaction. What I've been talking about with my kids this morning is how um, Premier Ford and Minister Lecce are behaving like bullies. And this is completely unfair. And, and my kids really understood that easily. Expand on that. So you see what the government is doing and uh, you're saying that, wait, they, they're not allowing the negotiation process to kind of follow through? That's right. Um, I'm a parent, but I'm a worker too. And my guess would be that most of your listeners today are also working every day at a job. We're all workers. And what education workers can achieve at the bargaining table affects us all. There's a surplus of money in Ontario. Why can't workers earn a decent wage? Uh, let's talk about the impact, though, the idea of a strike on Friday would have then on those families that you talk about, how difficult that would be. So what I what I hear from all the parents I speak to, and certainly 3,000 parents have joined us in sending letters to the government to say that if education workers are forced to go on strike, then the only right thing to do is to support workers. We don't want our kids to miss school, but it's Ford who created this crisis, and he needs to listen to education workers and settle a fair deal. Uh, I guess what the pandemic has taught us, though, uh, and even as this was bubbling up on the weekend, we were seeing uh, different boards around the province talk about, well, if there is a strike, we might have uh, an ability to go online. So the pandemic has given us options. Do you think, and I know Toronto School Board has come out with their issues or their announcement as well, but do you think even if they're, if the education workers were allowed to strike, which is their right, that parents would be able to switch to online learning if that was an interim solution? My understanding is that education workers are involved in every single part of administering uh, the school system to our children. So that includes IT, that includes secretaries, that includes uh, uh, making sure children have technology. So even on that level, I don't think that schools will be able to run smoothly, properly or safely. And the point is, you know, parents really understand that what education workers are fighting for is having more Uh, education workers in each school. We want our kids to be happy, learning, growing. And for that, there needs to be more education worker roles in each school with decent pay. And that's what Lecce is refusing to to provide whilst claiming to represent parents. And it's really frustrating. Jess Lines is my guest this morning. She's the lead organizer with Ontario Parent Action Network. She's a mom, as she mentioned, of three kids in the public education system. Uh, Jess, just a little bit of background. When did your Action Network take form? Uh, we took form shortly after um, Ford uh, formed government the first time, so in 2018. 
And I only wanted to ask for a bit of background here, because if you look at 2018 to 2022, what we have been through with the pandemic, what has the support been for your organization when it comes to how kids have been treated in the system? I think parents really understand that what what they want is the same as what all of the people, amazing adults who care for our children every day in schools. My my kids know their caretaker, Jesse. They know their uh, ECEs in their class, Madame Elizabeth, that these people are extremely important to them. And so they understand that that's who is on their side. That's who's fighting for them. And I think that that, that really uh, expands and represents how families feel. We, we really appreciate these workers and we want them to have uh, decent wages and we want them to have... Uh, more support and, a, and, a, and an ability to provide the work that they do with full integrity. So what are the next few days going to look like for your organization leading up to Friday and after today with the government saying they're going to impose this contract on the employees? Well, I think that we're just going to be um, connecting with more and more parents across the province and encouraging everybody to um, speak up as loudly as they can in support for education workers and make it clear that we all know that we're on the side of education workers and that Leche and Ford are just on the side side of more cuts. They just want to continue to decrease funding to our public schools and that that is not going to help our kids. All right. I really appreciate your time. And let's see how things roll out here over the next number of days, Jess. Thank you very much. Jess Lyons, she is with the Ontario Parent Action Network. And like a lot of you listening, she's a mom with three kids trying to figure out exactly what she is going to do. Because, all right, if the government tables this legislation and says we're just going to impose this contract, is it a done deal? QP is going to be going to court probably fight that. So it's going to be drawn out. In the meantime, will there in fact then be a strike on Friday? So a lot of questions as to exactly what this means when it comes to this legislation and this latest move by the uh, provincial government. I'm Angela Kokot, in for Alex Pearson.